Welcome to Digital Marketing ROI, the podcast that connects marketing to your business's revenue and covers everything you need to know to stay up to date in this crazy digital marketing world. Welcome to Digital Marketing ROI. I'm your host, Shannon Allen, and today I am joined by my co-host, Crystal Vivian. Hi, Crystal. Hi, Shannon. How are you? I'm good. Um... I think today's topic is going to be a fun one. You and I have been planning on doing this for a while. Yeah, right? I've had high hopes for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yes, sorry. Yes, you have. That's okay. <laughs> so is what Crystal's referring to is today we're going to talk about the cannabis industry and yes. more specifically a separate division we have of Federated Digital Solutions, which ironically we call Cannabis Digital Solutions. Wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't you know it? <laughs> or CDS for short. Yes. So I thought I would give kind of a brief overview of because overall, the CDS version of what we do as a digital agency is just a more niche um, for that particular industry, right? We want to work. We have a couple of sellers that really focus just on that industry, mm-hmm. but their knowledge is there. But really, overall, digital marketing is digital marketing. Yeah. Right. But I thought it would help our listeners to understand. So back in 2020, and this was shortly after, of course, this is pandemic time. So I had a lot more time on my hands. But shortly after Michigan became legal, so those of you that don't know, I I reside in Michigan. We have offices for FDS in both Mishawaka, Indiana, Fort Wayne, Indiana, but we also have them in Michigan. So Mm -hmm. Michigan, the cannabis is legal, right? So for retail and medical. And so it was really something that I was very intrigued by from a marketing standpoint, because Mm -hmm. for me... I really had to learn a lot about it. I had to understand it. I had to be educated. I was talking to you and James, and it's like, what if we created a division of FDS that is specific to help these companies that are cannabis specific because they don't know anything about the digital marketing because their job is just to get into the cannabis industry. Absolutely. That's what they're focusing on. And they, especially in 2020, were thinking, oh, all I need to do is just open up a weed shop and right. all the potheads yeah, are going to come out come. And, buy, yeah. uh, and buy it. And right. it's like, that might have worked for three months. Right. But that's not a long-term right. business no. strategy. And, and I can tell you, even from how different the industry has changed from when we started this. So I, you know, I built the website in 2020. I went to MJ Biz Conference in 2021 just to really soak it all in. And it's just crazy how much the industry has grown mm-hmm. just in my little hometown. I mean, just to have more stores going up. And it really reminded me of the um, the breweries at one time, because I think yes. this really happened in the brewery industry where, you know, you had a few people doing, you know, making beer and you know, really having just a business that's just brewery and then they continue to grow and grow and grow. And the next thing you know, all the big names were out there putting their spin on craft brew, you know, all of them were. Well, and then every town, like, I mean, I live in Indiana, so we don't have weed shops, but we have breweries. There's a brewery in every single town in the county that I live in, which is wonderful and amazing. But in Michigan and in other states like Michigan that have legal cannabis, it's very much the same. Well, and we have a unique situation because, you know, I crossed the border from Michigan to Indiana to come to work. Mm -hmm. And that's what a lot of businesses in Michigan were hoping for was to grab that Michiana market, as we call it, right? The Indiana, Michigan market that's in those areas that people will cross the border into the state where it's legal, right? So we're going to really focus on what you can do for marketing in the cannabis industry and just some basic tips to our listeners. If you are thinking, you know, if you're in this industry, hopefully this is really going to focus towards those clients that we already work with 
or clients that are thinking about what you can do and what you can't do. Yep, absolutely. So let's start there and let's start kind of broad. We can kind of focus on the state of Michigan since that's yep. our primary that's area, idea. but also just nationwide. What are the rules and regulations that cannabis businesses need to follow? Because it is very different. It is so, because it's federally illegal. It's so much more regulated in what you can and cannot do than right. really any other industry. So can you give an overview of what those policies so, are? Just like with anything, um, every state is going to require, you know, the regulatory compliance. Right. And for the most part, every state is very similar. There's there's not a ton of different. I would say California probably has more rules and regulations. And, and honestly, California is like that with everything, whether that's, you know, privacy laws, everything. They're, they're going to have a little bit more specifics. But I'm just going to read the first sentence of the Michigan Marijuana Regulatory Agency, and then I'll kind of break it down. But their regulatory agency says marketing and advertising, like all other aspects of marijuana business operations, are subject to various regulatory compliance requirements as promulgated by the Michigan Marijuana Regulatory Agency, or as we call it, the MRA. So that's a that's a mouthful, right? That is a that's huge a lot. mouthful. So again, I'm going to break this down a little bit better. That is something that they are adhered to in any rules and regulations that they do when it comes to marketing. So whether that's TV, radio, any kind of digital marketing, any other social platforms, right? Billboards. And then each city within a state can also throw up different regulatory things. Mm -hmm. So billboards, for instance, I know there was a while back, there was an order, there was a petition going around in the city of Holland mm -hmm. for billboards to not be placed because really you can't regulate that, right? You can't say that anybody 21 plus or 18 plus is not going to see that billboard. Right. So Holland was a, is a little more conservative city and had issues with that. Mm -hmm. Right. So of what you can and what you can't do. So not only are these business owners dealing with the state rules and regulations, but once in a blue moon, they're also dealing with the rules and regulations within city limits sometimes. Mm -hmm. Now, that being said, what we're going to talk about today, we're going to just talk about Michigan as a whole, because I can't. I, my can't knowledge, go to every single and was, city and, and municipality digital, yeah. and digital. It's a different beast. You have very specific digital rules that you have to follow. Yeah. So let's talk about those. What are the what I would call the common rules okay. for cannabis advertising? What are the things that you cannot do? I'm going to first talk about what you can or can't do with what we sell. So at FDS, we talk about branding, lead generation, mm -hmm. social engagement that we sell. So within those solutions that we work with, I was able to take those same solutions and put them in the cannabis digital solutions category, right? The biggest thing that we cannot do of our specific products is I cannot do search engine marketing. It's mm. really the number one thing that I, can, I can't do from a product. I can do display programmatic. I can do geofencing that is whether that's with video and OTT or that is with display. I can do organic social management. I just can't boost it. Yeah. Anytime there's do a pay per click with Google or Facebook or Instagram, you cannot advertise it with dollars behind it. Mm -hmm. right? It has to be organic. I do want to say, though, as director of social media content marketing, I want to put an asterisk there. That's not an excuse to not be on social Absolutely. media. Absolutely. And we're going to, and I want, actually, I'm going <laughs> to, you're asking me questions, but I'm going to turn it, you know, ask you the questions okay. when we get to social. So let's first start with basic rules when it comes for digital, when we're talking about display or video, they're really pretty simple, mm -hmm. right? Number one, no health claims. Right. You know, that was something I had to learn because there is so many, I mean, I took the due diligence to go into retail stores that sold cannabis and talk to 
the bud tender and to learn about it because there's things that I just didn't understand. And I was like, wow, there's so many health benefits, Mm -hmm. but you cannot make a health claim. Can't talk about it. No, no. And we'll talk about this in a minute about utilizing education through blogging Mm -hmm. and social marketing, social media management to get that educational information out, but it cannot be in an ad. Right. Mm -hmm. So number one, no health claims. Number two, nothing that appeals to children. I think this is pretty common sense. Yeah, this makes sense. And this is, I mean, tobacco and alcohol experience the same thing. Yep. So no bright colors, no cartoon animals. Nothing that can appeal to children. Yeah. Right. All grays and dark, which appeal to us boring adults, (laughs) right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Number three, no incentive for free product. I will say this is probably the one rule that I see not everybody being compliant with. We are. You know, in fact, not only will we do your creative for you, but then the partner that we work with, they have to submit it to be compliant. Right. So we have all these backup systems to make sure that, you know, the ads we do create or the videos we do create are compliant for the clients that we work with. So make sure whoever you're working with, that they have that safety net there to make sure that you're being compliant. So no incentive for free product. It's pretty, you know, you can have product in it. And we'll talk about creative here in a minute. Yeah. You can have your product, right? Flower. I learned that's what we call it. We call it flower, right? Yes. Um, you, you know, I don't call it marijuana. I, you know, I say cannabis a lot from a technical term, but if you talk to any of the business owners, we're talking about their brand, what brand of flower they carry, what they're doing, yeah. right? Um, well, so for them, it's a way to differentiate between the different products of like flour versus the pre-rolls versus absolutely. the concentrates so versus the edibles, the, gummies, the edibles, everything yes. like that. Right. This, you know, are we talking about CBD oil? Are we talking about actual, you know, what you have that is true product of mm-hmm. flour that you would buy, you know, as is. Mm-hmm. Right. And then number four, which is state specific creative language is required in all of our ads. Right. So that's the last slide has the disclaimer. Yep. Everything has to have a disclaimer. And this is probably the biggest difference between the cannabis clients we work with versus any other of our FDS clients that we work with. Now, there are industries, you know, if we're working with somebody in the banking industry, they know their rules and regulations. If they are going to put an interest rate in, what they have to put in for their disclaimer. Yeah, FDIC number, real estate has that too. And, you know, what they need to do. But in this case, we are going to make sure that if you if we're creating it and there's what we call, you know, three gifts or three slides in the, you know, a display ad that no matter what the fourth rotation one has a disclaimer in it. Mm-hmm. So they're covered no matter what. Yep. OK, so really each state requires that. I mean, it's varies by state, but Michigan, for sure, it does require that disclaimer. Mm-hmm. So those are the four things. That's pretty straightforward. I think there's some other things that we do that maybe aren't regulations, like tar- not targeting anybody under 21. Exactly. Like we, yep. we make sure that our targeting goes to 21 well, plus. So a hundred percent. So yeah. you honestly, if we have, we talk about those kind of things in the creative messages, Yeah. this should talk about nothing that appeals to children in their minds. It's 21 plus. Yes. Yep. And if you log into any one of the websites, you have to say that just like a, a liquor. Yeah, you, know, you have to you have say to that. Say. Yeah, you don't yep. have to put in your birthday. No, but you do have to say, yes, yes I am. 21. Yes, that is the difference. Right. Yeah. So as long as you keep all of those rules in mind, you can do the digital display. You can do OTT. You can do organic social. You can do blogs. You just have to make sure that you're keeping those rules in mind. 100%. And then no SEM, no search engine. Marketing. Absolutely. So everything we talk to clients about is, 
and in, in this, it's a little bit different. When we talk about buckets. It's like, you know, you have your new user and your existing user. Mm-hmm. And I think where businesses have the most opportunities anymore is that new user. And I would probably be that new user, right? Yeah. I'm a female. I'm 50 plus. I haven't used in the, you know, that's, it's not something I would rather have a glass of wine, mm-hmm. but it is that wine user. It's, it's understanding what does CBD, you know, oil help me with as I'm tired to get out of bed in the morning because now I'm 50, right? <laughs> Actually, 53, but that's okay. I pretend I'm still Me 50. too, but it's because I have a toddler. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. So I think you have a new user and you have an existing user. And mm-hmm. even though I, the biggest thing I would that clients might tell me is, oh, I don't need to worry about my existing user. But really they do, because mm-hmm. where we were at two years ago compared to now, there's so much more competition out there. Mm-hmm. And so you have to distinguish yourself with your marketing to help to really why would they want to walk into your store versus somebody else? Absolutely. Because a lot of times, especially now, the product range is fairly similar across the board. Yes. A lot of the same brands are carried in different dispensaries. And so if somebody who wants to buy flour or buy edibles is looking for something specific, they know where to go. And they're going to go to probably multiple different locations. Mm -hmm. But it's really that advertising, creating that right customer experience that's really going to make it so that people are going to come back to you over and over and over again. Yes, 100%. And you asked me, you know, what what we're working with, we're walking to a client, we're talking to them about display that includes retargeting as well as the footfall, right? The Mm -hmm. geofencing, whether that, and we can do the same thing with OTT, right? Mm -hmm. For connected TV and over the top, we have inventory that we can buy that will connect to help them with their retargeting as well as, you know, target them with the geofencing. Mm -hmm. So those are the two things we're measuring. The really cool thing about what we have right there is the trackability. And we'll talk about this at the end about the ROI, but we have the ability to connect with their point of sale system. So what they call their menu, right? You go to a website with a business owner and they have a menu and in the menu they can search. They can walk right into the location, but they first can actually put it in a cart, have it ready for pickup And we can show the revenue uh, attached to that, not only through just the retargeting, but then we can layer in the footfall traffic, Mm -hmm. right? And say, okay, with this footfall traffic, I can show I brought X amount of people, uniques, not just uniques, but how many times they came back to. So the average person, if they are an existing user, they might be coming back once a week, twice a month, whatever that may be. Mm -hmm. But we love to ask that client, how many consumers that walk into your location walk out without making a purchase, right? What would you think that number is? Oh, probably like zero. Exactly. <laughs> Very few times. If you're sure. walking into a cannabis you're, dispenser, you know you why you're there. The stops, right? Yeah. It's like, I mean, the first time I did, I was like, I got to give you my address. And is my name going on a list? Where's that going? You know? uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so very often that you're, you're in that store, you're not going to walk out. So then the second question to, to ask them is, what's the average purchase, right? Mm-hmm. Is it 50? Is it 75? Is it a hundred dollars that somebody's spending? Let's say it's $50 for an average you know, purchase each person. I can not only take how many of the people that clicked on your ad that put something in a cart, but then I can also layer in the footfall traffic and say, I brought in 200 or 250 unique people walking in. Oh, and by the way, you're they, some of them walked in more than once. So there was actually 423 of them that came in last month. Mm-hmm. And if an average person, if, if even 50% of them bought and they're, you know, they spent $50, we can track that for you. And that's very different what some of their traditional. So billboards is probably the most common that yeah. somebody else does, right? Yeah. So that's really unique to the digital marketing cannabis that traditional does not offer. Traditional is really difficult with cannabis because of all the regulations. Yes. It's really yes. hard. Well, and federal licensors yes. 
for TV and radio, I know some groups are not accepting that money because they're worried about that federal regulation. Yes. So um, in Michigan, I am seeing or hearing more radio spots, um, okay. but it's really what I see it with more than anything is more family owned that is making that decision to take that revenue in because it is legal. Mm-hmm. They can do it. Definitely seeing the billboards, right? The problem with the billboards is let's think what billboards are for. They're they're directional. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing wrong with placing dollar amounts in billboards, but it's to tell you to get off the exit. Right. I was going to say, I live right off of the Indiana toll road and I have family in Ohio and I have family in Northwest Indiana. So I literally drive the entire toll road Mm -hmm. multiple times a year and it is littered with billboards. And to me, like that makes sense because it's like, okay, well if I'm going to get off here in Sturgis, the state line is a mile away. Otherwise, exactly. And and is it really effective? We talked about this in another podcast as we look for, you know, allocating your budget. You really need to ask yourself, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a billboard budget for Mm -hmm. cannabis. You should absolutely have that, but you need to be smart about what you're doing with that because you're not going to reach the people and you have no idea who you're marketing that to. And it's, you know, it could be, you know, there's the mom driving the kids in the car isn't paying attention to the billboard to say, get off right now. She drops them off at the game, right? Mm -hmm. I'd rather find that mom as she's doing research because she's interested in CBD oils or she's interested in her calorie intake on wine. And I'd rather Mm -hmm. find her from a retargeting message. Yeah. To say, here's a solution for you to try that I think you might like. (laughs) Is there anything different in the way that we are building audiences that we're targeting with cannabis messages versus any other industry? I know that we talked about like the new user versus the existing user. Are we able to search is one of the data points cannabis user or are there other data points that we're looking for? In a sense, it's you can't you can do some retargeting that is somebody that is searching for specific keywords that would be more likely to be that user. So a lot of it is more likely to be, okay. right? It's not that somebody's typing in, I want to buy X amount of flour. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not targeting that. I'm targeting the user that you can make. It's, it's something that we did in direct mail for years, right? If you're more likely, you're interested in A, B, and C, we can make the assumption that you might be somebody that's interested in this. So mm-hmm. really the, the, the health industry is a big industry we target. The coffee industry is a big industry we target. Females over 50 is an mm-hmm. audience that you could target. Yeah. So you kind of have to be strategic with what you want to go after. And I think what the sophisticated businesses are doing now is they're starting to pivot and they're moving away from just marketing to existing. And they're starting to create those niche audiences mm-hmm. to bring in a new user because that's how they're going to survive yeah. and stand and apart. The person who likes to drink wine yes. and but is looking for something maybe lower calorie yes. or a little bit yes. easier or yes. somebody who wants to work out and yep. experience that. Yep. So one thing that I want to ask about is search. So we can't do search engine marketing, but people are searching for cannabis. They're looking for dispensaries, right. near locations me, and locations yep. and things mm-hmm. like that. Is there anything that we can do to help cannabis businesses with that? Absolutely. So recently we launched partnering with Yoxt, our product called FDS Local, which is really helping with those directory listings, making sure your name, address, and phone number are correct out there, helping with reputation management and reviews. And so, yes, they're not all data warehouses or directory listings accept cannabis, but I would say 80% of them do. Mm-hmm. So we absolutely have the ability to increase their search when we're talking about locations and reviews. So Mm -hmm. it is something that one of the most common directories that I find cannabis companies using is weed maps. Yep. And weed maps reminds me of auto trader because auto trader 
really had the had dominated the market for years in the audit industry and everybody wanted to put their ads with AutoTrader. And I always used to say, well, why do you want your ads with everybody else? Yeah. Right. And so Weed Maps started to really charge more and more. And, and a lot of business owners were saying, okay, it's maybe not worth our money. Mm-hmm. I would suggest I'd rather have their directory listings on multiple platforms, mm-hmm. like somebody going out of town that maybe isn't, doesn't know. So Foursquare powers Hilton. Okay. Mm-hmm. Their, their, their app. If you're traveling out of town and your state doesn't offer it, but you want it, you're in a state and you want to try something different, you could use that to find out if Foursquare is powering a search and you type in, you know, cannabis location near me, cannabis mm-hmm. dispensaries, right? Yeah. So yeah, hundred percent, we can help with search that way. And I think it's something that's kind of hidden that not all um, business owners know that we can help with. Yeah. Well, and their Google My Business page is really important, oh, 100%. too. And the reviews Absolutely. on it. Absolutely. Yes. So that's something where you, we might not be able to do SEM, but if somebody is searching cannabis dispensaries near me, if a dispensary doesn't have any reviews, they're not going to come up. Exactly. But there are all the other dispensaries in town or even 5, 10, 20 miles away right. that have reviews. They're more likely to come up. Yeah, the search is definitely there. So I'm going to switch roles and ask you a question because you're my social, you know, management guru and content guru. You've done a training with all of my team. You've helped other clients specifically. So can you kind of give our listeners a better understanding? Because I think the biggest takeaway I had when I went to MJ Biz Conference back in 2021 was how many business owners are kind of afraid to push the needle on on social management and social platforms. Oh, they're terrified of yeah. it. And, and the ones that aren't terrified of, yeah. of it, the ones that are doing it are all putting disclaimers, 21 plus only for educational purposes, yeah. nothing for sale. Because they're thinking it's Be- an ad. Because they think it's yeah. an ad and they think that they have to put that disclaimer or that that the disclaimer is going to protect them from right. Facebook or Instagram or whatever from shutting them down. Right. It's not. Actually putting that disclaimer up right. there is just putting a target on your back. Yes. So you're better off not putting that disclaimer right. With social media, I think that it's incredibly important for a cannabis business to be there, but you don't, you can't sell a product. You can't say it's Weed Wednesday, so come in and get fifty percent off flour, or come get your penny pre roll today with minimum purchase or whatever. You You can't save that that. for your display ads. You save that, or not even display. You can send your emails to your first party data doing that. One hundred percent. Your text messages to your text club, things like that. On social, you really want to focus on that education. So talking about the lifestyle of smoking cannabis, you can't show pictures of people using it, but you can show a picture of somebody at the beach holding their vape pen. Mm -hmm. You can talk about how to roll a joint. You can talk about starting low with edibles and going slow and then increasing that. Yes. You can also talk about terpenes. You can talk about how to figure out what kind of product to buy based on the kind of high you want to experience. If you like Gorilla Glue, you're really going to like Mach mm-hmm. 1. If yes. you like, you know, this, you're going to like that. It's really more about that education and that lifestyle. And we're not putting links to the website. We're not saying, right. hey, come buy this. We're using the right pictures. We're using the be, right pictures yeah. to not show the way, Facebook's going to shut us down, shut your, your post down if it's not if compliant. it's not compliant. Yeah. So, but if you focus on just trying to be educational and then generating conversations, right. who do you want to smoke weed with? What mo- what's your favorite right. movie I, to I watch when say, you're high? I, the, the biggest thing I see missing that we help clients with is that engagement. Yes. And yeah. if you focus on getting those comments, it's really not that much different from other industries. Like we have a client that is a flooring company and they just want to talk about flooring all day long. Nobody on Facebook wants to talk about flooring. Right, exactly. But if we talk about haunted hay rides that are happening yes. coming up, or we talk about what's going on in the community, people are going to be more engaged with that. And they're going to comment more. 
with a cannabis business, it's no different. Whether you're on Instagram or whether you're on uh, Facebook, whether you're on LinkedIn, LinkedIn's a little bit more cannabis friendly. So you can be yes. a little bit more salesy there. Right. Twitter is super cannabis friendly, but nobody's yeah. on Twitter. So, right. Acts, you know, yeah. if you're focusing on that engagement and starting conversations, you know, everybody that comes into your store loves to talk about weed and your bud tenders are talking about it all day long with them. Those conversations should also be happening on social. Absolutely. And if you're having yeah. those conversations on social, then you're good. Right. And then if somebody says, oh, hey, well, you know, what's your sale or what's your price on this? Call the store. Yep. Call the store. Call yep. the store. Just direct them to call you. Mm-hmm. Don't talk. Even in your direct messages, yes. don't talk about pricing. Right. Don't talk about sales. Just be safe. With Just that. be safe with that. And you could be really successful Mm -hmm. that way. And we've seen clients be really successful that way, but it's when you're trying so hard to follow the rules Mm -hmm. that you get crippled by them. Absolutely. Then you're not going to be successful. I would say this, it's a little different with our other clients at FDS than cannabis, but one of the things they need to look, a, a listener needs to look for partnering with somebody in social media management is that they know, number one, how to grow engagement. Mm -hmm. But number two, they do have the knowledge behind to talk about the cannabis industry. And that's, you know, that is something I think we bring to the table because we've been working in the industry for long enough Mm -hmm. uh, that we have that experience. Yep, absolutely. And I will say the third thing is we have the benefit of we don't just serve the cannabis industry. We serve a wide variety of industries through FDS, our main brand. So that also gives us direct connections to Meta. Yes. That uh, somebody who works just in cannabis may not have or is unlikely to have because they can't run any ads. So they don't have access. And they don't directly. understand it. They've never dealt with it. And they've never yeah. dealt with it. Whereas because we are we are an agency that works with a lot of right. different industries, we have direct connections. We have an assigned Meta business specialist yep. who can help us troubleshoot problems so that if something does happen and God forbid your page does get shut down, we have ways to troubleshoot that and we have ways to figure out what happened and what do we need to do to move forward. Absolutely. And in the end, we are a digital marketing agency at FDS. Cannabis is just an extension of what we do because what, what we're good at is digital marketing. Yeah. And we're here to show the cannabis industry how to do it and really bring it back to the ROI. Yes. Right. And then that's what it's all about is bringing it back to the ROI. Absolutely. So let's talk about that. Let's okay. talk about the ROI. What do cannabis business owners need to be keeping in mind when they're strategizing their marketing and thinking about that ROI? Number one is just like any other business, identify what your goals and objectives are, right? Like, are you trying to grow your sales? Are you trying to grow your brand? What are you trying to accomplish? Number two is to understand your industry trends. We had a client we were working with that was kind of the only game in town for many miles for the first year, and we did amazing by year two, there was probably another eight in their general mm-hmm. area. And so to understand your industry trends for number one, how do you stay above the competition? But number two, know that you're not going to keep getting the numbers when you were the only game in town and now you're not. Mm-hmm. So really be realistic about that. Mm-hmm. And then number three for ROI for me is, yes, continue to do traditional marketing that you're able to do, but really decide and use that budget um, strategically Because in digital marketing, as I talked about, what we can do is show an ROI that I can't always do with every other client. I could connect to your point of sale, right? If you have the right menu, the right platform that you work out of, I can connect your footfall and track how many people are coming in there that we delivered your display ad or your video to. And then we can go back and say, with what you spent per month, was there value to it? And when it comes to social management, I don't think you put a number on that because Mm -hmm. what you're paying for, whether that's us 
writing a blog for you and distributing it or managing your social media or whoever you're using, you have to manage it by saying, am I growing engagement? Mm -hmm. Because the only way Facebook is going to, or Instagram is going to make sure that your organic post is shown is that you have good engagement, Mm -hmm. right? Their algorithm is written that way. So that's how you show ROI that way is you have many more likes and shares and comments than you did previously to having a strategy. Absolutely. And every single time somebody is commenting on your post, it's showing up in somebody else's feed. And the more often that happens, your business brand is being shown in front of people's faces and then you become top of mind. And that's how you overcome right. the competition right. on social. Yep. And, and I'm going to leave us with this and we'll, we'll sign out here, which is just recently I have, I've read an article. I follow a lot of the trends um, in the cannabis industry, the regulations specifically. There is a new federal, and I don't want to say it's not a federal regulation. It's something that they're trying to pass that is going to probably change some of the advertising rules and regulations. It will still probably be by state. But it's kind of opening up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so now the cannabis owner you know, of the business really has to be even smarter if that happens. Because you're going to get inundated with every traditional and form of digital marketing out there. That's like, oh, now you can advertise with me. You still have to have the highest ROI. So right. maybe we'll do a part two in 2024 on cannabis. See where that goes. If anything happens right now, it's not, it's not a... You know, federal law, it's not anything, you know, there's certain, I've said all along, like Indiana's never going to be. Not until it's federal. Yeah, not until it's federal. And that's a long ways off, but there are some changes happening. There's some talk about it and I don't want to get too much into it because honestly, I don't even know all the rules yet or what, what's passing, but it is something I read of what could be coming. Mm -hmm. So we'll, we'll make that a part two, maybe uh, in next year. I think that sounds great. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Crystal. Thanks, Shannon. It's been a good conversation today. Tune in next week to Digital Marketing ROI. You've been listening to Digital Marketing ROI from Federated Digital Solutions. Do you have an idea for a future episode or a burning digital marketing question? Text ROI to 45364 to get a link where you can share your idea. Subscribe to get new episodes every other Thursday, plus Tip Tuesday insights every week. Podcasts by Federated Media.